I was born into this family. I didn't choose. We never compared each other. The world did. Why can't two sisters exist? It is interesting to learn. Britney Spears was not the first Spears to take legal action against her parents to be like, I want my life and my money back. Tell him F off in that no, you're not allowed to. Don't let him in. Like, I don't want him in my life. Or if I do, let it be my choice. Being called a slut. You printed it proudly on your magazine. You said it on national TV. I mean, it was like I was a kid. Somebody should have said, stop the fucking presses. Give this girl a fucking minute. If she couldn't stand up for herself, then somebody should have. It's like my whole life, I kind of felt like I didn't matter. So it's like I just wish that matter. <laughs> what is up, Daddy Gang? It is your founding father, Alex Cooper, with Call Her Daddy. Switching gears here, kind of like to like the, the public perception of you. Social media is like this unnecessary evil that comes with this industry and i talk about it with a lot of people that come on my show and you have been getting annihilated on the internet recently what are the comments you get that are the most hurtful that i didn't do anything to try to help my sister i very much did many things people who say that i didn't support i have tried and true examples of how i supported let's get into it okay This episode is presented by Sparkling Ice. Turn up summer with Sparkling Ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants. Iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine. Yum. Crank up the flavor. Sparkling Ice. Anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Daddy Gang. I get that there are some things you don't want to share, but bottling everything up inside can truly have some awful consequences. I remember growing up, I guess, honestly, the the truth is I was getting bullied and I was like so embarrassed to tell my family that because at home I was fine, but at school it was tough for me. And I just remember feeling so awful about myself and I kept it to myself and I dealt with it by myself. And it literally just caused truly maybe like a decade of trauma. And later in life, now that I've processed it, I'm like, damn, I would have been so much better off if I had just talked to someone about it. And it didn't even have to be my parents. Talking helps a lot. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. I have had such an incredible relationship and experience with therapy. I was so ready to get better and to better myself and understand myself more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists whenever you need to for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash daddy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash daddy. Two years ago, I became pregnant with a baby I desperately wanted. During a routine ultrasound, I learned that the fetus would have a fatal condition and never survive. I had to flee my own state to receive treatment. 
I think Donald Trump bears an incredible amount of responsibility for these restrictive laws. We need leaders that will protect our rights, and that's Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. February 1st, 2008, your father files for conservatorship over your sister. Meanwhile, in your life, you are a teenager four months away from giving birth. How did you find out that your sister would be put into a conservatorship? I guess like just kind of like everybody else. I didn't really know what a conservatorship was or anything. So I just didn't, I didn't know what, I just knew that like, okay, the family's going to help my sister do something. I don't know. I just knew that like, that's all I knew, which all knew. Like I did. I wasn't, I, after what I'd went through with my family, the few months before, I just wasn't really having them in my life at that point in time. Again, to give context, you had just gone through all of this with your parents basically asking you to abort the baby you say no you're away in the cabin now you're gonna have I do want to clarify okay no one asked me to abort the baby it was like just like heavily not like advocated that I have the baby and it was almost like all of these things that happened to me afterwards were like ways of hopefully bending my will if we make it like horrible enough maybe she'll like change her mind or something and so you stopped talking to your dad because he was like, okay, fuck you. You're having it and you're not going to do it my way. Yeah. Bye. So you're, so he's dealing with Brittany. Your mom yeah. was mostly with you. Then you d- go to file for the emancipation. Then you're, you don't, but now you've got some of your money. You're trying to figure out your life yeah. and all this is happening. And your father files for conservative over your sister. Mm-hmm. And so no one really explains it to you. You, I don't think I was their favorite person. I don't think they were to call me up and give me a heads up either. Like I just literally blew up their world again by having a baby. So it's like, I don't think they were wanting to include me. Based on everything you wrote in this book, your father struggled to parent. Mm -hmm. What qualified him to be a fit conservator? I don't know. You'd have to ask the freaking state of California. I mean, I didn't make that choice. This was a freaking court system who did. But I will say that I think that, um, you know, I I do think that, like, obviously someone found a need for something, but I wasn't, like, who am I to say? I mean, that's obviously a legal thing that had to go through a lot of approval. You write in the book on June 23rd, 2021, my sister broke her silence in regard to the oppressive nature of her 2008 conservatorship. You describe the conservatorship as oppressive. When did you come to realize that this setup was infringing on Britney's rights? You have to understand, since I was 17, this is the, she's been in the conservatorship for 13 years. I've never known anything different as an adult. Yeah. So like, what do I know what's normal and what's not? Like this seemed to be the way things were. Um, so for me, she told me she was wanting to, she didn't like the way certain things were happening, so I gave her the number of judges. I put her in the. I talked to her lawyer um, on the phone, which blew up in my face, and everybody turned against me. Why? Because I guess maybe that lawyer wasn't going to get a paycheck if he didn't have a job. So why did he need me fucking infringing on his rights? Right. So when you say that your sister like finally was just like, I don't like this setup. Like, do you, when exactly? I think it was like for me. It she just kind of felt like maybe she didn't want anything to do with any of this shit anymore you know and if that's the case then like that's the case like whether I agree with it or not like that's her decision like one particular time we were in Hawaii we went on this trip together and we obviously are like 
with our kids there and we're every night just staying up talking or whatever and like that was really when one of the times I can remember honkering down with her and like she was expressing things to me which obviously are her things to express but into my point of view it felt like things she deserved to have the right to talk to somebody so I did I spoke with her lawyer and I told him a lot of shit and it went nowhere and then people got mad at me do you know what around when is this like how far into the conservative probably can look on like like I don't know you probably look on Instagram or something whenever we went to Y that was one of the times okay many other times me and my husband um I do know some judges and we did have some stuff looked into and we told my sister many times all she had to do was go live out of state for six months and the conservatorship will be absolved because she'll take residence in another state I told her this um many times that was my understanding of it obviously I felt like if she spoke with the judge and these different people a bit more that she could make the decision she wanted to because that's a very you know and by the way from my understanding if she wanted to end it then that was what I was going to support. So we, I kept telling her, all you got to do, come live with me in my shithole right. in Louisiana. Like, come on. <laughs> Let's, you know, whatever. Um, and I don't know why. I don't know why that option wasn't something that she wanted to follow through with. Well, I but, feel- and I get she, she does have children, so obviously, right. you know. But for me, it was like, I put myself on the line a couple times with some people that, you know, trying to help her in this situation that she said she needed help in and pissed a lot of people off quite a few times. And so I don't know why there's, why wouldn't, why wouldn't she clarify that? I don't know. I feel like to the world right now, like nobody knows you ever tried to help her. Oh no. And by the way, why was I going to go out and like say those kinds of things? Like, and then maybe that blow up in my face. I kind of was thinking like when I talked to her lawyer, like he would like, like use this and helpful. This is like, he went and told me that I told them that. So he went untold on you to like your dad and everyone that like the like the, other... the thing is I think that maybe my dad was maybe the face there's a lot of people behind there yeah. I think it was more of like the lawyers and whoever it was and you know I was basically like it all got regurgitated to me everything I said from the other side and I was like oh my god why have you never said any of this to the critics that are like wow you were on the conservatorship which we'll get to but it's like why like people that are like you never tried to help her you're literally sitting here being like i i was looking up things i kind of just thought that like i never thought that i'd get grouped into this hatefulness because i knew that i'd always tried to help and stuff so then i was thinking in my head like this i'm never gonna have to speak if i always did the right, right. thing like it was to me it was like why would i have to say anything like she knows it like we know it like why would i have to say anything what do you think everyone that's like threatening your life on the internet like want you to do I think they just want me to not exist and if I do exist it needs to be to only to be to support you know someone else's life and I think that you can I can exist and also support but also protect myself I think that what is bothersome for a lot of these critics there was a period of time where you were involved in the conservatorship wrong never involved in the conservatorship Never, not once. There are legal documents that I can show you. Or, you know what? Actually, what the media could responsibly put out there, but they don't give an F about those. No, let's get, let's, let's talk this through, though, because people assume that your name was tied into the conservatorship, and so you're guilty. So can you explain why people think you were involved in this conservatorship? Well, I think because... Outside of the conservatorship, even if it was you and your sister, my sister asked me to oversee a trust if something were to happen to her. So Brittany asked you. Yes. Now, when I was approached by 
her team of lawyers or whatever and they were like well you have to get a lawyer and do that I was like so I did not even follow through with these steps to be a trustee over that will or anything and that never even had anything to do with the conservatorship so legally there was nothing ever filed nothing and I can like do I have my phone this is helpful because on the internet right now everyone thinks that whatever you're about to explain was involvement in the conservatorship and you had like a hold on some type of something and i would like to just read the actual like statement from her from her this is her team filed these papers that say jamie lynn spears never took the very minimum steps to proceed with any of this so you were never involved in the conservatorship i never had one part in anything ever in Britney's conservatorship or her life at all revolving around the conservatorship. Jamie Lynn Spears was never involved in any capacity in the conservatorship. Legally documented, factually documented by her own team. Why do people think you were involved in it? Well, when you're in a conservatorship, everything you do has to be reported to the court. It's like if she buys this or does that, it all has to be reported because the court has to be held accountable for, heaven forbid, the worst happens or something. They are legally put you, the the court put her in this. They have to be accountable for everything that goes on under it. During this time, one of the things that happened was my sister asked me if something were to happen to her, would I oversee a trust for her boys? So that means that, like, if something were to happen to my sister, would I make sure that, you know, this was allocated correctly to her boys i never even became the trustee of this of this thing and that is documented by her team they filed papers do you want to read something from it in the court approved first amendment to the sjb trust in 2018 the sjb trust modified to have jamelin spears appointed as trustee petitioner is informed petitioners informed this is her people's team and believes that Jamelyn Spears never undertook any of these steps to actually become trustee, which I didn't do the minimum task. I just didn't follow through with it. It just didn't feel like something I should do. There were things on the internet saying that for a couple months and then like you were taken off of it. What is, what is that? Because they petitioned to put me on it. Got it. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. But I didn't really know what I was like. And then Same. when I saw that it was going to be like, me approving of trust i was like oh no like i just i just said no i said i don't want to be a part of it so you were to get you were gonna have to get really involved and you were like i just said no i'm not gonna do it i don't want to these things were filed with the court like why wouldn't anybody report that would you what is there a reason you haven't posted on your social media because i think like out of context people are gonna be like oh what is this but i think that like obviously now if people come for me i'm just gonna start posting all my text messages and all my stuff and like i'm done taking pictures like here's just receipts that's it playing devil's advocate Brittany didn't have access to her phone. Jamie Lynn, you have a platform. People would have listened to you, help your sister. Why did you not speak out on social media or to the public when you discovered the conservatorship was oppressive? As far as I'm concerned, I would message her and I would talk to her and we had full access to talk to her. I was in contact with her as well as when I put her in contact with the judges and the legal people. Who Why does to? everyone on the internet think that she didn't have a phone? I don't know, but I know, I mean, she had her phone. I mean, I know that because like I would, you know, I was, talked to her but there was certain times where I wouldn't understand why but she would block me or whatever it was and I felt like I didn't like I, I didn't I, I didn't understand sometimes like where or what my position was or how I could be helpful but also I was dealing with my own dynamics in our relationship 
And I was getting to a place where mine and her relationship was becoming a bit more challenging and unhealthy for me, where at some point I had to protect myself too. And like outside of the conservatorship or anything like mine and her relationship was becoming to a point where I needed to also set boundaries and healthy boundaries with her. But as I've mentioned previously, anytime she told me she wanted help, I gave her the chances and opportunities and the people to help her. She knows all of that. Why wouldn't she just have clarified that and stopped all of this? That's where I don't understand. But I do know that these are factually true. Statements and everything. Like, I have to at some point speak for myself or what? Spend the rest of my life being bullied and there's absolutely no truth to some of these things like I have to speak up for myself the same way I want everyone to speak up for themselves Brittany posted to social media vague allegations referencing a lack of support from her family and those who should have helped everyone assumed she was talking about you who did you understand her to be talking about in these posts quite literally I felt like a lot of them were directed at me at times too and it made me feel like, why is she doing this to me? And I've messaged her about these things. And then she clarified with me that she was sorry she went on that, you know, ran on social media. And she texted me that she knew I had nothing to do with this. And that, you know, she was just taking it out or whatever. But it kind of has continued on. And that feels... Like, I feel a bit helpless. Like, I don't know what else to do except for what I've always done is to continue to love and support her, but also, like, respectfully speak up for myself because I can sit here and allow you to make any choices you want, but do not attack me and my family and expect me to not sit there and say something. In the book, you provide a text message that, basically clears your name Jamie Lynn yeah and I wish that she would share that can you read the text can you pull out your phone and read the text I mean why not I mean like you know what everybody else gets to go on social media and say whatever the f way want I might as well just actually say something truthful and you are saying that you have a text from your sister that's clearing and like what breaks my heart is like we were talking about the kids and stuff and like I thought things were cool and then all of a sudden like the next day I wake up to a fucking hate message on social media and I'm just like what's going on I don't get it. Do you understand how traumatizing that is for me? The up and down of like, I think we're cool and we're talking about my kids. And the next day I get like all these threats on social media because you backhandedly said something or made sweeping allegations with the word the family. Like, I don't know what family you're talking about, but I shouldn't be included in that. And you should clarify that because it's heartbreaking to me to be up and down all the time. And like, I don't know. I want to support you, but I can also not put mine and my children's life's yeah into the chaos because of one day you're okay with me and the next day you're not that's in any relationship there's so many but let me i mean honest to god like i felt i was so hurt it was horrible you did me another lord press because i'm trying to now i look like a bitch and i was hurt and then i think the most one that she says to me I know it's not your fault and I'm sorry for being so angry at you although I'm your big sister I need you more than you need me and always have which I feel like 
I've always needed her, but I don't understand how this can be said one minute and then the next minute I'm like kind of being attacked on social media, but you know, like I just don't understand why even say this to me. And when those moments happen on social, like, do you text her and be like, Hey Brit, I'm getting some crazy DMS. Like, can you clarify that that's not about me? Do do I really respond to what her response was to that? My sister, when I told her about me getting all the threats, she just, she said that she never talks about my kids. So what the fuck am I talking about? But I mean, literally, I don't don't think she cares. I don't know. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, I don't know how to, I mean, this is, that's her message. Like I told her, I mean, like. So you're sharing though with her that how much this is hurting you and, and her responses are just like, well, I'm keeping your kids out of it. But, but she's also clarifying in text that she knows it's not your fault. Yeah. And it's, you know, the thing is, is like just as confused as everyone else is, I'm just as confused or more confused because she, I know the truth. She knows the truth. I mean, there's even factually documented truthful events of me not being a part of any of this. And I just think that it's so painful for me to like feel the up and downs of like, she'll message me. She's sorry. And that she knows I had nothing to do with this. And then we'll kind of like, you know, shoot the shit for a minute. And then like two days later, I'm like, I don't understand. And then she, you know, won't talk to me for a while. And then I'll get a message that she's sending in stuff to the house. I'm like, I don't understand. And so on a whole nother level, what people need to understand is like, this is personally hard for me because this is a person I love who is like effing with my heart a little bit. And now my actual life. You have this text from your sister. You have these texts that you're showing me. And then she unfollows you on Instagram. Why did she unfollow you? For me, it felt like, why? Why would you want to give them another story to write about this? Did you ask her? No. I'm not. I don't. I, I can't at this point Yeah. engage in something that has become so unhealthy for me. What good is that going to do? And unfortunately, it's come to the point where I have no other fucking option than just to lay out the facts. Have you ever directly asked Brittany to defend your name on social media? I told her to please stop posting that it is now affecting not only me, but my children. And this was from the very beginning where it was just like whispers that my daughter would hear her friends or like people at school say. And that took me back to my childhood and being like, fuck, no, that's not happening to my kid. No, we're not. So I came at mama bear being like, look, you need to stop. And to this day, I still would be there for in any single way. But I can't be there for you to the point that I'm allowing you to now spin false narratives about me and cause pain and harmful things to me and my children. I'm sure that in some way or another, everyone will assume that this is a book about Brittany and it's not, it's a book about me and my story. But of course people just, you know, take the clickbait lines. I can't help that I have experiences with my sister, Yeah. whether she worked at the local grocery store or she was a big pop on con. I still have experiences I went through with my family okay. and I'm allowed to share them and they should be, they should matter and they shouldn't be diminished. There's something towards the end of the book mm-hmm. that to me summarized your parents and what they put you guys through. And you write, My siblings and I have been traumatized by the distorted vision my parents have of loyalty and success, the impact of exposure and the flip side of fame. 
No one protected me from the backlash of my sister's struggles or prepared me for what our silence would cost all of us. Why do you think people ignore and refuse to acknowledge that you were raised by the same exact people as Britney Spears? That's your father. That's Britney's father. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, people aren't, they're acting like you are. Like, it's okay for that to be her experience. But, like, I can have the same exact one. But, like, I don't I don't get any. Nobody cares that that was my situation, right. too. But what I have to say is that, yeah, I mean, we all three have the same parents. That is one thing that we can all agree on. What is your hope for your family moving forward? I love my whole family, especially my sister, and I support her no matter what. But I just can't deal in in lies. Like, there just has to be some truth out there, and I'm allowed to share it. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Something that really grinds my gears is I somehow will find myself just subscribing to things, right? And then all of a sudden, I see I have been paying this subscription service and I don't even use it because I just forgot to cancel it. Rocket Money can help you cancel a subscription that would otherwise be more time-consuming and also you probably forgot about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place. And if I see anything I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash daddy. That's rocketmoney.com slash daddy. Rocketmoney.com slash daddy. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Do you ever find yourself looking at your full wardrobe, but still feeling like you got nothing to wear? Well, gather around, daddy gang, Saks.com. You're going to find instant inspiration for that date night, for that impromptu vacation, okay? Maybe you need a new dress because one of your friends is getting married soon, okay? So if you're looking for a new style or want to build a better relationship with your closet, then head to Saks.com to shop for everything on your agenda. This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Daddy gang, what are your plans for the summer? I want to probably sign up for a couple excursions with mats, really put myself out there, do something I don't usually do. But when you want something, you got to just go for it. And that applies when you're hiring for your business. ZipRecruiter can help you snag the most talented people before the competition scoops them up. And luckily, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy. Got your eye on a rock star candidate. ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. Once you review ZipRecruiter's list of most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply to encourage them to apply sooner. So amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter, Daddy Gang, and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy to try it for free right now. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right. Can you hear me? I can hear you. 
I can hear you. Okay, cool. Okay. So to everyone that is currently listening, that's been listening to this interview, I, it is January 18th at 514 PM. And I am doing now a follow-up interview with Jamie Lynn. You're back in Louisiana. As you know, we met for the first time last Tuesday and we went over a lot in our two-part interview, but a lot has played out since then. You and your Mm -hmm. sister have been going back and forth on social media. Have you spoken to your sister since our interview last week? Um, I've tried to, but unfortunately no. And can you clarify, what do you mean by you've tried to and no? Well, I, unfortunately I like, I hated the whole back and forth thing. So I was just like, just call me like, you know, like you keep doing that. And then I sent her messages, but I've been blocked for a while. And then, um, I also, I, I did receive some Christmas gifts from her. So I reached out and said, thank you for those. And you know, that I hope she got mine Okay. and you know, what an odd time to get gifts, but yeah, that's just the, that's just the facts. So there are some additional things from our interview that need clarification. Throughout our interview, you repeatedly state that you made numerous attempts to assist your sister in ending her conservatorship. The world is convinced that you didn't do enough for Brittany. One example you give in this part two is you say that you tried to help your sister And there was a trip to Hawaii. But as I'm listening back, like the story is too vague. It doesn't fully add up. So can you go into greater detail about the steps that you took to help your sister and prove why (laughs) your attempts to free Brittany failed? Um, Yeah, well, if you're talking about the one time out of all of them in Hawaii in particular was... I guess it was, I could go back on my Instagram and look when our Hawaii pictures are posted to give you exact dates, but we were there. And during that time, we were able to like really spend some sister time. We didn't have any parents with us. We didn't have, it was just us and the kids. And, um, you know, she had like her, obviously her security and an assistant. And so we got a lot of like real sister time that I don't think we'd had in a while. And we talked a lot about a lot of different things. And she expressed to me, you know, she wasn't happy with her situation. And number one, like that's one thing to not be happy with your situation, but you've got to express that to the people around you. So I kind of did a little bit of digging myself as far as calling just some lawyers or people I know at home. After doing that, then I talked to my sister about some information, not only like personal information I thought maybe could be useful to give to her lawyer at the time to help shut down this whole conservatorship. I kind of put myself on the line because I was sharing details that probably like people would know came from me you know what I mean? And, um, in doing so, we spoke about it. She said she wanted to do it. So we gave all these facts to her lawyer. And then those same facts were regurgitated to me from the other side of the conservatorship. So I know that he obviously immediately went and told them whatever I said, or any, any of my efforts were told to the other side of the conservator and it was shut down immediately. And I just think she needed a new lawyer. Like he was either comfortable or he just wasn't really there for her you can disagree with what someone says, but his job was to voice it anyways, you know? So I just felt like she needed new legal representation. That was my overall thing. When you found out that this lawyer did not act 
in Britney's interest and try to implement these things you guys came to him with, but instead went to the conservatorship, what did you do? Well, then I started saying like, look, there's other options. Like you can come, like, this was what I was told. Now, again, I'm not a lawyer. From what I was told, if you have a residence in another state, you can live there for like six months or something. You take residence there. And if you don't have a conservatorship in that state, then it makes it to where like you can live there and that conservatorship another state of things like null and void. Now this could be quoting this wrong, but this is what I understood. And so I told my sister, why don't you just come, come live in Louisiana or whatever you want to just do that for six months. And guess what? It will just dissolve itself. There's nothing anybody can do about that. So that was kind of my next thing. Like, look, if you're not going to get the help you need, then just take yourself out of it. And so that was my next thing is kind of pushing for that as well as trying to connect her with, you know, I, we, we know some people around here who could probably help out. And so I put her in connection with them. She did speak to them on the phone a few times. Um, and even like when I wasn't there, like she would, I had connected her, gave her the phone call. She did speak to them. Um, and I, my biggest thing was just pushing for her to just like, if you can't do anything else, just like come home, say you're coming for a week, just stay for six right. months. You know what I mean? Like, or that was the next option I thought was going to probably be the best one. Um, after this experience, I very quickly realized that this lawyer did not seem to be acting in her best interest. So that is when I started obviously telling her like campaigning for her to perhaps get a new lawyer um, and then trying to get her to come home and find other ways around it because of the six month thing where you can live out of state and take residence because she already has residence in other states. And then that way it dissolves the conservatorship. You say that you told your sister this and I can already see people will say, no, you didn't. That's a lie. You don't have proof. Do you have proof that you told your sister this information about her lawyer? Um, yes, I'm sure. I guess I do. Um, I mean, I've done it on numerous occasions, but during that time, I kind of sent her a message. And then I also thought maybe I was blocked from her. So I sent it to her boyfriend um do you want me to just like read it I mean I think if if to clarify it would be helpful to if you have proof that you were help trying to help your sister out of the conservatorship I think it would give people more context that like yeah all right how far back do you want me to go I mean okay I have this one because this one I know it's like double facts I sent this to her and I sent it to her boyfriend so it's like there's no way that like I feel like this didn't go through even though I didn't get a response can you give us the date and the time that this was sent? I can send you the screenshots too, but uh, November 11th, 2020, 10 45 PM. And then I resend it to her boyfriend the next morning. So <laughs> just a double confirmed um, November 12, 2020 at 9 AM. This is really bizarre that I'm doing this. Brittany read important info that you should know because it seems concerning to me. Number one, I actually put the number one. Mom and her lawyers have been in constant contact with your lawyer about everything. And I first found it strange since you and mom aren't speaking. I did, I didn't understand why mom would be involving herself or inserting her opinion to your lawyer, especially if you've not asked her to. Okay. I quickly realized mom's focus has been on dad and her personal attack on him instead of on you and what you need. I think she has your lawyer fighting more for her agenda than yours, and it's only delayed your progress and cost you more money. If your lawyer tries to deny working with mom's lawyers are his constant contact with mom, then we can all get on the phone and I'll be sure he admits the truth because I have read the messages and heard the conversations. He also made so many mistakes the last court date, which is why you were denied once again. 
I don't know if he did such a bad job on purpose, but it's strange that a lawyer would leave so many open holes in his petition, which made it an easy denial. He is trying to create an ongoing fight with someone who isn't trying to fight. And it's clear that your lawyer loves the attention he's getting from your public legal battle. And he goes out of his way to keep his false narrative going so that he can continue to put on a show in the courtroom and get all of the press that he wants from your court dates. And he absolutely loves all the attention he gets from the Free Britney fans. He thinks, his fan he thinks it's his fan club now, which is so weird to me. Also, I will never forget that time that we were in Hawaii and I was trying to help you figure out the conservatorship situation. And you called your lawyer for his help and he sat there, listened to us. But as soon as we hung up, he immediately called and said that I needed to be watched because I was trying to take down the conservatorship. He turned on you in a second, which is why I never trusted him. Two, dad wants to resign and has for some time now. He would like to quit wasting time and money on all of the lying lawyers and be able to directly speak with you to assure that no one is speaking for you. And that will make his resignation process a lot faster because dad has been aware of the relationship between mom, mom's lawyers, and your lawyer. So he wanted to speak to you himself to make sure everything being said and done by them was truly what you wanted. But your lawyer will not allow dad to speak to you at all, which only drags out this legal process for you. And that clearly benefits your lawyer because he gets more money the longer this can keep going, which is why I believe your lawyer is supporting mom and her lawyers, creating more reasons to stay in court over money and other issues that have nothing to do with dad being removed as the conservator of your estate, which I assume is what you want the most. Pretty obvious, right? Okay, number three. I actually spoke to dad and he is more than willing to agree to drop all this extra legal crap, extra lawyers, extra court dates that keep creating that they keep creating only for you to keep getting denied and letting you down each time. If you're willing to speak with him and start the actual legal process of getting what you want, then dad is on board with that as well. Number four, I have nothing to gain or lose in this situation, no matter what happens with the conservatorship, but I'm sick of seeing this whole thing just keep going in circles. So I figured I should see if I could help. I'm upset that it's led to me not speaking to mom, but I think that's the right thing to do for now. So that you know everything and aren't constantly being fed bullshit. I have no reason to send you this other than I love you. I'm trying to be helpful. I'm here if you need anything. Love you. Ugh. And so that is what I sent to her and to her boyfriend. And yeah, that's that's it. And I, I just feel, ugh, I just like, I feel bad reading messages but you know what that's not anything anybody like i said those things and there's proof to it so like i can stand behind it why did you stop talking to your mom that was a really hard time because i wanted her to stop inserting herself in the conservatorship um and so I didn't understand why we were bringing more people into the conservatorship as opposed to like taking them out. I don't know. But I didn't speak to her and I thought that like, and I thought maybe that too would like show like Brittany, like how committed I was to her. Like, if you know, if she had an issue with her. I was like, I wanted to like, you know, be there, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's stupid, I guess. Did the public know. know that your mom was involved? Well, my mom was she got lawyers recently to try and remove dad 
And that was really complicated to me because I was like, now you and dad are fighting each other. And then what about, for, like, it just really confused me. Like at the end of the day, like that, that didn't seem like the right way to go about it to me. It just seemed like then it became a whole nother legal battle. And that was really hurtful to me because I'm just like, oh, now we're fighting in court. You know, it's like, what about the real thing, which is Brittany? So I, I think, I mean, you reading this text message clarifies a lot. And, and I, this isn't going to make a lot of people very happy that I just read that, but I did. So there we go. So when did your sister, so you start sending these to your sister and she wasn't answering. Do you think she didn't have her, like her phone? Like, why do you think she didn't answer? She would block me on and off and for different reasons. I don't really know sometimes. Um, So then I would just send it to her boyfriend or her assistants. And I would just say for Brittany, for Brittany. Could you show like the, what is the thing, the next thing that Brittany texted you? That was sent in, that was the one that I sent about that long one was in November of 2020. And I sent a bunch of other messages in between then. Then the next time that I heard from her was December 8th, 2020. Um, what did she say? Does that work? Yeah. <laughs> you can see all my, you can see all my messages. And can you read what um, that says? It says, I'm not sure mama told you, but I really thought the gift you guys got me was so freaking sweet. Thanks. And miss y'all. And that was because I sent her this big like dress up set up for her birthday. And they went there and they set it up. And at first I didn't, I didn't hear from her. Um, but I still, you know, I wanted to send her something for her birthday. Like that she knew, like, I'm never going anywhere. I'm still going to aggravate the hell out of you. And so she did. She thanked me. I mean, cause her birthday is December 2nd. But so she so never she, acknowledged those texts. No. And obviously I had to have just been blocked or something because she didn't like, sometimes she changes her number a good bit or whatever. And so this came from the same number. But you did send it to her boyfriend. Yes, twice. So at a certain point, you were fighting against the conservatorship. And you were getting iced out by people, you're saying, because you started fighting against it. I'm basically telling her that, you know, your lawyer's not really doing a great job or whatever, in my opinion. And I guess for her, that was probably like, well, then who do I go to? What do I do with this? You know, it's like, I could imagine, I could imagine that too. But um, all I could do was give her the information that I had. And that's what I tried to do. Um, And I I just like, I don't, I don't really know what else that I could do except for things that I did. Why did you not bring this up in the initial interview? I'm afraid like number one, not only for my personal relationships, but legally, like I'm talking about things that I didn't know. Like, I don't know. I'm afraid of like, I don't want to get in trouble. So I did speak to my lawyer and, you know, they said, if you're, I mean, I'm reading messages I sent, so it's not like I'm making this up. So come for me, you know, like whatever, like I checked it legally, but I was, I'm nervous. Like I'm still nervous. This sucks. This sucks. But Hey, the truth is the truth. And at the end of the day, like, I don't have any options left. So like, here's the messages, do whatever. And there's that. When you gave your answer about the trust and that mm-hmm. you did not follow through with signing and becoming the trustee over the trust for Brittany's children, mm-hmm. it, it, it was still vague. 
Can you explain why you didn't actually go forward with it? Well, number one, like, yes, my sister asked me to do that, but I was aware that like, you know, I didn't really think she was being represented properly by her lawyer. And then also everything she did that time was under the conservatorship. It didn't matter what kind of legal thing was done. So that would mean by me signing something like that, I am doing something under a conservatorship that I don't necessarily trust. So I didn't want to sign anything that connected me to the conservatorship, even with something as like that. I just, I did not, I wanted no part of the conservatorship. So even signing a trust for the boys, I, I did not want to agree to it because it was still under the umbrella of the conservatorship. Everything was. Where are you at now with like moving forward and how you're going to handle your relationship with your, your sister and how do you want to handle it? Well, like I said earlier, like, There's two separate things here. There's the relationship I have with me and my sister. And there's this other part where I have the right to defend my name and defend my family to protect my family. And those can be separate where I'm saying like, y'all don't know what the hell you're talking about. Here are the facts. And you want the truth. Here's the truth. And then the separate side is that this is my sister who I know and I love. And when every headline's gone away and everything else is done, I'm still going to be your sister. It doesn't matter. And people need to stop inserting themselves into our situation and egging it on and encouraging it. I mean, I'm, I get called everything from like a, an abuser to a human trafficker. And like, I first off, what the hell? And also you read, I've read you the text messages that I've sent, like where in that text message do you feel like those kinds of names are appropriate to call me? You should be encouraging healing and something to like, really be fixed here because it's very clear that there are people in pain in this situation. It's apparent that it's not a healthy thing for anyone yet. We're egging it on because we love the shit show and it has to stop because it's not funny. Like this is my life. These are people I love and look what's happened to my family. When all these people have inserted themselves, this one's got a lawyer. That one's got a lawyer. This one's got a friend. This one's got an agent. We need to separate it all and just be a family again or else we're just going to end up back where we started. And that's not what we want. So next time people just decide to go ahead and have fun on the internet. Oh, it's so funny. These two, no, no, no. This is my blood. I'm going to choose her over you every single time. I've sat silently and I've allowed all this crap to happen, but I'm done. Okay. Because I have the blood of my children and my wonderful life that I've created. And I'm allowed to defend it. I love my sister. I'm always going to love my sister. But anyone who's encouraging this kind of thing and encouraging this behavior, you are just as guilty as anyone who has been abusive or anything else of the comments they like to say. Like, what are you doing? All I want to do is love and support my sister. And in this nonsense, this is ridiculous. Like the world just grow up. How would you moving forward like to handle all of this with your sister? privately. I don't want to do this anymore. This is embarrassing. I want to do it privately and I want to go be her sister as I've always been. That's it. And to everyone that's like, well, you say you want to do it privately, but now you're like going on and you're exposing stuff like this. Like, can you explain to people your reasoning behind speaking up in this capacity? Because if I don't, it's going to go on forever and ever and ever and ever. I just want to shut it down and guess what? I don't ever want to talk about this ever again. And I won't. Like, that's it. Here are the facts. If you want to believe them, great. If you don't, whatever. 
these are the facts you can you can't work around that and i don't want to talk about it anymore that's the point it's like this is just me being pushed to the very end and i just i don't want to keep doing this so here take it This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Want $0 delivery fees? Try DashPass by DoorDash. Daddy gang, I love being home. I love to be cozy, comfortable, laying on the couch. I can't tell you how many times I need something, but I am too lazy to get up and get out of the house. And sometimes I need food or groceries, you name it. Dash Pass gets it delivered right to my door and yours too. It is only $9.99 a month. So I think it's a really good deal, Daddy Gang. So get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with Dash Pass and new members get a 30-day free trial. Terms apply. Sign up today.